Hey, this is Father Yuri Hladio. It's not recording. Yeah, it is. Oh. It's uh and Nikyla. Welcome to our family update. This is Cohen Great. <laughs> Welcome to our next episode of Swiss Family Gladio. Take it away, Nikaila. That was way too aggressive. Sorry. Welcome to our latest, Ooh, our new ASMR. Smooth jazz. Version of... Are we playing smooth jazz in the background? Yeah, of course. Let me <laughs> let me uh, slap snap up some cool jazz. Some Marvin Gaye. Here we go. Mmm, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> smooth jazz. <laughs> Uh, welcome. We both have our beers in front of us. Nikaila's drinking a Tootsie Roll beer. No, it is not a Tootsie Roll. You're it's making me sound like a little girl. I'm drinking a man's beer. G- bread. Guinness. Mm, I'm going to take my first sip of a Guinness and look at the horizon. Don't give the ASMR of you <sighs> swallowing. That's gross. <sighs> okay, and now we turn off the smooth jazz. Oh, it was going the whole time? Yeah, Nice. Time, yeah. Ooh, what a what a... Sultry, sultry, sultry intro for everybody. Podcast. Welcome to our condo. Nikaya, like it, we, this has been the longest break between episodes that we've ever had. We've had fans is, calling us and texting us and funny. saying, your it's, fans are waiting. It's literally been like eight days. It's not a long time. <laughs> There's people in my life I haven't talked to for eight days. Like this. A lot. Most people. Yeah, no, that's very true. There's a, the majority of the people I've ever known. I have not talked to for the last eight days. Yeah. Minus the small handful of, of yeah. you that I did. So what's, you know, what's something that happened in the past eight days? I made soup. Made soup today and it was awesome. I did make soup today. I made Italian wedding soup. Um, It's super easy. Get it? Oh, jeez. But it was very tasty and I will make it again. It's just orzo, spinach, turkey meatballs, and chicken broth. You're a turkey meatball. You're a chicken broth. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, either of them work. Mm-hmm. You're an orzo. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I made I uh, made soup. Great. Great. That's about the extent of my last week. Yeah. Well, we're in a lockdown here in Ontario, so oh, you know. Yeah. Maybe that's why we haven't recorded because, like, literally nothing has happened to us in the last eight days. Yeah. What am I going to report on? Actually, I got a lot. Oh, what do you got? I got a lot going on on my plate. Tell the people. Well, I had and a, me. I, I had a moment today. Uh, I had a moment today where you were cooking and like on Tuesdays where you FaceTime with your grandmother and you cook a dinner. Not every Tuesday. It's once a month. Some some Tuesday. Once, Only once a month? Once a month we FaceTime and, and I cook dinner and Feels she helps like it's me. been like twice a week for the past three years. Definitely. <laughs> past three years. This has happened like four times. <laughs> um, and... You know, she was asking about us and everything, and and you mentioned, well, you know, Yuri's job is done now. Like, there, there's no, he's not working anymore. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I'm working a lot. <laughs> and because you were talking about the barbershop, yeah. which has always been my primary work while I've been here. I've been a student and yeah. working at the barbershop. And then even when I took over here at St. Maria being the priest in charge, because it's a little mission church, it doesn't feel like they, you're they actually working. Even, well, they didn't even have when I started. There, there was there was no budget. There was no yeah. there was no money. Yeah. So I I was basically like volunteering for the first little bit, and and then recently the church has been able to get to a place where they can pay me a regular uh, rate. Yes. So I've been getting paid now, and that's like where I'm getting paid. That's my job. Like that's my job. Yeah. And you were saying that I'm like, what do you mean? No, like I'm getting paid. And it was the first time I realized 
that like this is my job. That's exciting. Like it's always felt like, well, I volunteer yeah, or like, yeah. or like I get little gifts here and there, yeah. but never like, this is what sustains our family. This is my wow. work. Good job, babe. Yeah. So we've come a long way from that Tim Hortons in Winnipeg where I looked you in the eye and I said, do you want to be a priest? We were in Starbucks. And you sheepishly said, yes. We, we were, were in Tim Hortons. Mm-mm. Yes, we were. Because I was having a delicious crust. vanilla dip donut. I don't think it was there. It was No, they had the vanilla donuts at Starbucks, remember? No. For the top pot donuts in Seattle when they first introduced donuts at Starbucks. Uh, I have Starbucks. no idea what you're talking about. They had donuts at Starbucks. Not when I was working there. Yes, when you were working there. They probably still have donuts. What? Alyssa. Alyssa Hay. <laughs> Why is it that every podcast Alyssa Were you has there when they introduced us? top pot donuts? Like I've never heard that term, top pot. You have to confirm this, Alyssa. What is a top pot donut? It's a brand in Seattle. There was oh. like a like the owner of Seattle like went and got a donut one Sorry, day and was just, like, I love these donuts. Did you just say that the owner of Seattle went to get a donut the the other day? Sorry, the owner of Chaz. <laughs> is Chaz still going? No, by far no. Oh, how long did it last? Um, I'm going to say a couple weeks. Well, they tried. To, to varying degrees. Okay. Your mother just texted me. She didn't text me. Um, oh, this is what your mother just texted me. So we're listening to the November 30th Swiss Family Podcast. That's, oh, this is so and, weird. And giving you the stink eye because what I do, do not wrong? sound like an old curmudgeon. And it's, <laughs> and it's not Lawrence. <laughs> Oh, also. This is the weird inception over here. I know, I know. Also, uh, your mother is on my phone listed as Mommy Taves. (laughs) Which she hates. She thinks that's so gross. You put it as a joke like last year Christmas. Yeah, I just kept it, you know. Just Mommy Mommy Taves. Taves. You don't even call her that. You call her Esther, which she also doesn't want. All right. Well, thank you for that text, Mommy. (laughs) Mommy and Lawrence. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy, why didn't you text me? Also, she was texting me earlier and it sounded as if someone had stolen her phone and was trying to respond as if it was my mother, but it wasn't. So, okay. So we just had to leave the condo because there was a showing because your parents are selling the condo that we currently live in. So we had to leave for a showing. And her only response was, let me, let me read this word for word so you can understand why I was so confused. And then I was like, did one of my brothers text this for her? All she said was, yeah, get out of there before you drop the value, LOL. Which <laughs> like, was just not something that I, I mean, it's something that my family would say, but like I had, you know, sent a whole response to my mom about this and that. I FaceTime with grandma, blah, blah, blah. And she just said, yeah, get out of there. <laughs> it was really funny. You got to get out of there. I mean, we got out. We got out of there. Yeah. And we didn't drop the value. No, I, I don't think we did. Do you think the smell of soup makes someone want to buy this condo? Yeah, we had a showing tonight and we left for the showing. But when we came back, it still smelled like turkey <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else? for soup. What else is it supposed to smell like? I'm sorry, are we not, are we not allowed to eat foods No, the while smell we sell has condo? to be Purell. Yeah, we, we get Purell essential oils. Ew. And then... Uh, Put that in our essential oil diffuser. I don't think that would go through the diffuser very well. If we just like squirted hand sanitizer into it, (laughs) it would just kind of like bubble out like lava. That'd be cool. Rather than like, you know, actual. It smells so sanitary in here. Mm, I did put in sweet orange and eucalyptus before Mm -hmm. we left. Basically, as long as the diffuser has eucalyptus in it, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll take whatever scent is accompanying it. Mm -hmm. 
It's the best one. What's your favorite scent in the diffuser? I don't know. Like our the, our nighttime diffuser. Uh huh. I love it. Uh huh. So, do you know what that one is? Cedarwood and lavender. Good job. So we use cedarwood and lavender every night in a nighttime diffuser. So basically, our nose tells our brain that it's time to go to sleep. So we associate that smell with sleep and it helps with our sleeping. I know the smell you don't like in the diffuser. What's that? Lemongrass. Oh, why? Because it smells like like BO or what? No, you said it smelled like stir fry. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, is someone cooking Asian food here? (laughs) I mean, lemongrass is a flavor that is used in stir fries. Yeah, yeah. I remember having a lemongrass sauce. So like it makes sense. But also that lemongrass essential oil is potent. Mm-hmm. Like eucalyptus, I'll put like 10 drops in. Lemongrass, one tops. Mm-hmm. You can't do less than one unless it's zero and then you're just not using it. But, mm-hmm. you know, when yeah. you do use it, one tops. Yeah. So uh, this week, yeah, I've been really busy with podcasting. And then I started that habits course. Yeah. Yeah. We've been talking about that. And it's been going really well. Yeah. I've what is it, What is the habit you were learning? I, the habit that I'm going to do learn, but every day for 30 days is... Biking on the stationary bike for 15 minutes. Perfect. And the, the idea is trying to build uh, a basic daily exercise routine. Yeah. And I'm aiming low. I'm that, aiming that's real good. Low. You have to. And if you well, aim high, you're going to get really mad at yourself and just right. drop it. Well, one of one of my struggles with habit building in the past has been, I I like I, I think I have a higher sense of what I am capable of. Okay. And I'll be like, no, like 15 minutes biking. That's so like nothing. That's not anybody can do that. Got I need it. to do more. And then oh, I would not do anything. Yeah. So for this, because course, then it becomes daunting. Thir- uh, 15 minutes a day. Yeah. For 30 days. Does the habits course tell you to like aim low with whatever habit you're trying to build? Y- yeah. It tells you to calibrate. So you don't want to aim too easy. Like, I'm going to bike for 30 seconds. Yeah. I'm going to bike for 30 seconds for 30 days straight. Actually, it, like in a sense that that might be the amount, the only amount you can do. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, that's the the two minute rule is right. Anytime you want to start building a habit, do something, do do the beginning of that thing, but mm-hmm. only do it for two minutes. For example, I want to go to the gym every day. Yeah. Well, at the same time every day or whatever, you do the first two minutes of that routine, and then stop, and you're done. Yeah. And you do that for like weeks and weeks and weeks, and then you yeah. add a minute and you add yeah. a minute. You mean and the two minutes, minute. like. Like not the two minutes once you get to the gym. You mean like the putting on yeah, your shoes I, to leave I mean the like, house. I mean you. I'm gonna. I made the decision to go to the gym. So you, you start the clock then. Yeah. I put on my shoes, like my shorts or whatever. I like go bag. down to the car. Two minutes is up. Walk back up. <laughs> yeah. You just do the two minute rule, right? Oh, and if you can't handle two minutes, you do a one minute rule. Oh my gosh. If you can't handle one minute, you do thirty second rule. And you just do that and every you, day. You do it till you have aimed low enough to succeed. Got it. And then you have to reward yourself as yeah. well. Well, it is time for our family call out. Call. Our family shout out. Shout out. Our family shout out. You shout out first. I want to shout out my baba. Aww. So Hi, my baba. baba Orisia. So my grandmother, my paternal grandmother living in Ambridge, Pennsylvania, 1033 Maplewood Avenue. Don't give out her address online. Oh, sorry. I'll bleep that out. <laughs> Uh, Someone's gonna go rob her. I'm, I'm gonna, You're gonna get a phone call one day. It'll be Bob was like, everything was stolen. It was all your fault. It's gone. Um, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna shout her out because uh, we uh, the grandkids on that her grandkids did uh, organized by my aunt Patty did like a little Christmas project and we did 
every day leading up to Christmas, one of us would call her. Mm -hmm. So every day leading up to Christmas, she would get a call from a different grandchild. Which is so cute. Yeah. There's also a lot of you grandkids to go around. Yeah, it was for weeks. (laughs) Um, And I had the last day, which was the 23rd, I think. And then we chatted and she was talking about, she listens to my, the Prying Priest podcast when she falls when when she falls asleep that's so cute so like she listens to the radio or whatever but now she listens to my podcast so she's she yeah. falls asleep to the sound of my voice wow well, you to the have, sound of my guest's voice you but. have gained top grandchild status yeah, with that yeah. and and uh one of the things i want to shout out is the fact that like i i i had a relatively strong-willed guest on <laughs> Not belligerent, but like strong-willed, opinionated, yeah. like yeah. here's here's my stance, right? Yeah, um, we're not moving and he, to anything else and we will not hear anything else. kind of anti-Catholic church um, kind of stance. And, you know, my grandmother and m- much of my family is, is Catholic. And my my grandmother was saying, um, oh, I love the podcast. And you, and, you know, like I also like, you know, Frank's interview too. I really like Frank's interview. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah. Like, you know, so like, shocking. Like he, he. He, he understands some of the history and like what went on in the church and like things were wrong and stuff like that, okay. <laughs> and which, which is right. Like things were wrong. Okay. There um, you go. But yeah, she, she's the kind of person that will see the best in everybody. That's so nice. So that is my shout out. Family shout out. That's my family shout out to Baba Oresia. That's great. My family shout out is to Emily. Have I shouted her out before? Probably. You look like the entire time I was talking, you were struggling to find somebody to show. No, no. I had one the whole time. And then 30 seconds ago, I switched because I just love Emily. Okay. Well, Emily, you can have another shout out, whatever. Hi. Um, I'll go with my original one. Um, It was to Auntie Marlis. Oh. Because my Auntie Marlis um, asked me this week for what our podcast was again. And I told her. And then she listened to the first episode and promptly texted me with her response to one of the questions we asked us or asked each other about treating your body and is that immoral and right because in our first episode we had that conversation of yeah. where i was like yeah is it like morally wrong to 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 like treat your body bad yeah and so she responded which i just absolutely loved because that's the whole point of this is to you know feel like we we're having conversations with our family so when when you guys respond to us and send us messages about what you hear and make jokes and get angry at yuri for calling someone lawrence when that's not their name you know like that just really it warms my heart i love it so my Auntie Marlis did that and that was nice. So hi, Auntie Marlis. That's my dad's sister. That's yeah, Lawrence's. Can you, give, can you give a little bit of context That's Lawrence's here? sister. So Nikaila has two parents. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Mommy and Lawrence. <laughs> and well, Lawrence. Esther or Mick? Mick. Mick. Not Esther. Is how her, what her friends call her. And family. No. Well, it's people who are friendly with her call her. Yes. And then I think her uh, coworkers call her Esther. Larry, those are your parents, and Larry's sister is Marlis. Yeah, yeah. So I have very distinct memories of calling my mom's work growing up. She worked works still at Canadian Blood Services, and I would call, and I had my like routine. And they would pick up and they'd say, "Cross Match Lab, someone here." And I'd say, "Hi there, may I please speak to Esther Taves?" And they'd say, "Okay." And that's what I said every time. Not Hi, may I please speak to Esther Taves? Not that this matters. It was just a, was, I heard my voice saying that in my mm-hmm, head. Mm-hmm. My mom would answer the phone saying, cross match lab, Esther here. Mm-hmm. And I'd say, Hi, mom. <laughs> what? My phone just took a lot of pictures. <laughs> what? <laughs> my phone, I just heard it go, <laughs> it was taking a burst <laughs> photo of my lap. <laughs> How did that happen? 
Oh, look at all the pictures I've been taking. Oh, interesting. Wow. Yeah, that's really useful on a podcast. I'm artistic. <laughs> Everyone, look at these pictures of it in my lap. It's just black. Anyways, uh, is that the end of the family shout out? Uh, I believe that's the end. Give Emily a shout out too. You were going to give her a shout okay. out. Okay. Emily, I love you so much and I want to buy you something and Yuri won't let me. Let's move on. <laughs> I love Let's to spoil Emily with monetary gifts. Yeah. It's just, I can't explain it. I just want to buy her things all the time. Maybe and, she doesn't need all these possessions. And Maybe they weigh her I down do. and create obligations. Maybe now I understand what it's like to be your parents. Do you realize, because my parents give gifts. Yeah. Do you realize that when you give somebody gifts, all you're doing is creating an obligation for that other person? And you might be no. creating stress and guilt. Do you know that side. sometimes you buy things for people that are actually very useful and, and they need it? Um, I think. Have you never bought a gift for someone that was a useful gift? Yeah. Do you think everything you've ever gotten Maybe. has been useless? But now, now it's like, oh great, now I have to give a gift. You know, that's just now you have to now you have to give a gift. Now I have to give them a gift back. No, you don't. Then you're rude. No. <laughs> yeah, you have you, to give a gift you back. Gi no, you give a proper or a thank, thank you, you card. and you move on. You don't have to give a gift in response to a gift. Is that what you do on Christmas morning then? Oh, here's your gift, Nikaila. Thank, thank you. Thank you. I mail them a and thank you card. And then an awkward silence. I mail them a thank you card that morning. Yeah. <laughs> I look at them and I say, your thank you card will be in the mail. <laughs> don't hit me. Nikaila's knee is not fixed. <laughs> yeah. There's our family update. Knee, not fixed. Ma, there's an episode that came out on my Enacting the Kingdom podcast, which I'm excited about. Tell them. It was released. Uh, the episode is entitled Social Media and Conspiracy Theories. Yes. So this is kind of an orthodox approach to social media and conspiracy theories. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you dislike social media? That's a very good question. I would probably say like... That, so you framed your question in a particular way. Yes. Which was how much do you dislike it? Correct. I would say like a nine. Okay. What? Why not a ten? Good. Good question. I know. Why not a ten? Why not a ten? Uh, why, what is why still, What yeah. is still good about it? What What is my doubts about not hating it a ten out of ten? Exactly. Um, because I just I I know that there is good there too. Yeah. Right? I I know that people it connects people. There's there's good that happens there. Yeah. But but you asked me like. It was a particular, like, it was like an emotional question. Okay. How do I emotionally feel about it? And I, like, really don't like it. Yeah. Um, if you asked me something like, um, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how useful do you think social media is? How, how uh, useful is it for, like, um, keeping people connected? And what's right? your response 10 on that? 10 being it's amazing for keeping people connected. Zero being, like, it's, it doesn't keep people connected. And? I would still say, like, I would probably say, like, a 5. That's um, pretty high. I thought you were going to even go lower. Right. No, I, I, but I don't like how it does it. Right? Yeah. And and also I'm a firm I believer. I also don't think that me posting a photo and someone seeing it means that we are connected. No, there's no connection there. No. Uh, sorry. There's very little connection there. Also, I'm a believer that a conversation can only happen uh, voice to voice. Not even so, text to text? No. To, for me. A, oh, a I have text conversations. Yeah. No, I, I, I would not call that a conversation. Interesting. Yeah. Sorry, Taylor. I've never spoken to you in my life in the past three years. Right. But what if, what if, Nikaila, you actually fostered a voice-to-voice -voice conversation relationship Being with Taylor? Being on the phone is draining, just, though. But that's that's called talk. That's called talking to people. No, 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 no. Because you you miss the 
the inflections and you miss no, no, no you hear inflections. Sorry, sorry. You miss, How is text no, message no, no, conversations no, 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 better? No, 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 no. Listen to me. So it is tiring to be on the phone because if I just want to like take a pause because I'm thinking about something or I want to look out the window or like I want to, you know, I'm multitasking. Like I feel like I always have to be filling the void. Whereas with when someone's just in my house and we're talking, I can just like I don't have to explain what I'm doing to them outside of it because they can just see what I'm doing. And there are natural lulls in conversation that when you're in person are much better handled. When you're on the phone, FaceTime, it's a little bit easier. Yeah, we have a Zoom account. Why not just do this over Zoom? Because Zoom is... <laughs> Foster a monthly call okay. with Taylor on okay. Zoom. Okay, you. who is not Zoom fatigued at this point? I'm not. That's false. I don't think I am. How is that even true? I don't How know. is that possible? I don't know. Oh, I'm Zoom fatigued within 10 minutes of any Zoom call. Yeah, it depends on the Zoom call I'm on. Oh, okay. Well, you do you, you do all your church on Well, Zoom. here we go. The wind is coming. In Whoa! The, the that was windy. Why is there wind? This is sound effect. Does it sound like wind? Nick, you just heard it. <laughs> because it happens in real life, not in post-production. <laughs> it's true. I just opened a window and a big gust of wind came in. Yeah. Okay, Nikaila, let's go open a window. Whoa! <laughs> the wind came again. Stupid. I feel like an idiot child you're trying to <laughs> trick. Okay, Nikaila, here is my wild card Wednesday oh, right. question for you. Okay, hit me up. Okay. What is a piece of marriage advice that you would give to uh, a young couple that mm. is going to get married? Can I give the piece of advice that my godfather gave us? <laughs> That I write on every <laughs> single's wedding card, every single's wedding card, every person's wedding card. Sure. If you have to fight, fight naked. <laughs> it's hard to take somebody seriously when they're <laughs> when you're fighting them naked. Exactly. Any any fight just goes out the window because it's funny because you're both naked. So um, that's not also, that we've ever fought. My because, advice is ow! my advice is mm. if you fight even once, you're probably not meant to be together. <laughs> That's funny. We don't fight though, do we? No, we we disagree, but we I, like I'm just so chill. I know. So am I. But also we're good communicators. Yes. We have I good agree. communication skills. And we're getting better and better at communicating as well. Yeah. I think it'll you know, it'll be different if we ever have a dog or a child. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are dogs and children the same? No, but we have to take care of like something. We're both responsible for taking care of something and we might yeah. like have different we did or whatever. fight not fight because once again we don't fight we did argue the most that two-week period that we were dog sitting <laughs> yeah exactly it was no mostly- you take them out no you take them out i took them out last time i went on with them this okay morning. but i'll take them out this time but then i don't have to do it for two more times yeah except that okay being in a condo is different like even just the getting to the elevator and going down like that, even yeah, itself is annoying. I need you to take your foot further away from my foot because you keep hitting my foot and my knee hurts. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So one thing we've been... I still have not given actual marriage advice. Oh, okay. Well, give some actual marriage advice. Um, You go. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've been doing a really good job okay. at positively reinforcing me. That's not marriage advice. So that's just like life advice. Positively reinforce right, everybody. But, but but like that if you if you can learn to do that in a marriage, you'll be good everywhere else, right? Okay. But like uh basically if if you um if you don't like a, a certain behavior, mm-hmm. you know, like a you don't put the dish away or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. then you can't only 
notice it when it's bad. Yeah. Right. You have to make the effort and it's really hard to do that because you don't notice when things are good. You notice yeah. when things are bad. So if yeah. you can notice a moment that the person does a behavior that you want them to continue, yes. then you need to reward them. You have to reward them. And you do that like through, a dog. And you do that really good with words. But can I give you one piece of uh, <laughs> advice? <laughs> sure. No, no. One thing that I would, uh, uh, one thing that I think is important is the physical, um, uh, the physical side of positive reinforcement, like a hug. Right. Oh, slap on the butt. Yeah. <laughs> like the football tap. Yeah. Like um, when coaches are really proud yeah, of their players. Exactly. That's no, there's something there. Oh, okay, okay. There's something there. Like as, as a, you grew up playing football. So it's all making sense now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you want. You need the physical positive. What about like a quick little like rub on the head? Like, like, like a good shuffle. Job. Like a, yeah. 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 Say good boy. Good, good boy. Yeah. Oh, good boy. You'd be shocked at how much that. Uh, I cuddled was, with a dog today. Yeah. Did you? It was really nice. Milo? Yeah. It was good. He really likes me. We, I also hadn't seen him in a long time. So he just like lay, he just like curled up against my leg as I was giving him nice pets. And then I was sitting on the bench and he came and curled up on the bench and he was next to me. It's, you know, it's really nice just like sitting next to a dog. Mm -hmm. it, it does something for your, uh, your brain chemicals. Well, yeah, it's, it's like an unconditional peaceful presence. Yeah. I'm just like warm and I can yeah. just like put my hand out and give him nice pets. Yeah. It was great. I want a dog. Let's get a dog. I need a basket. Yeah. Okay. So positive reinforcement. <laughs> you were just like moving on in your brain. You were you were done with me talking about dogs. Um, yeah. No, I think you've been doing a really good job with positive reinforcement. Thank you. So I've been reading a book called How to Have Impossible Conversations. Yes. And the rule that I just read through, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm just, I'm changing conversation. But I'm okay. saying this because I remembered it, okay. so I want to say it out loud. Is they say, um, the book is all about having, uh, have how to have conversations with the people who hold even the craziest views. Yes. And how to like effectively have a conversation. Because I don't and, think people do that anymore. Right. And they give you, they give you kind of the conversational foundations, mm -hmm. right? Um, but then they also, they give you uh, intervention techniques as well. Like yeah. if you want to, if, if somebody's talking about, say, conspiracy theories, right? How, mm -hmm. how do you, what techniques work and what techniques don't work, right? Right. And uh, one, one of the, uh, this is under the advanced, in the advanced chapter. Okay. They say, uh, get rid of the word but, B-U-T. Mm -hmm. Not B-U-T-T, hmm. B-U-T from your vocabulary in okay. conversations. I'll just replace it with and. And. Yeah. Okay. Like, I really see where you're coming from about uh, the uh, the need for there to be free public transit. And then you might say, but I don't think that yeah. that should be on the taxpayers. Right, right, right. 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 But you would say, like, and I think that that Should be, shouldn't be on the taxpayers. Got it. Okay. Like okay. E even just saying and is like, Interesting. It, it, it completely um, changes. When the... you say, but there, there immediately is a defensive. It, it's immediately juxtaposing two views Yeah. as opposed to even when things are intention. Like, yeah. like, yeah, I totally see your perspective on wanting free public transit for everyone. Mm -hmm. And I think that it shouldn't be on the taxpayer as well. I'm understanding. Right. You're, you're all of a sudden, those two things are actually working together. Yes. Like to try and figure out a common, a common good. Fun. So get rid of the word, but everybody. Um, 
Okay, so when are you going to actually have a hard conversation with somebody that you can use all of these fun new skills you have? I don't know. It's tough. They say that after you read a chapter, because it's like foundations, Mm -hmm. like conversational foundations, then they have beginner level, uh, intermediate level, advanced level, and master level. Yeah. I just finished master level, but they say that you're supposed, you're supposed to actually have a conversation at each level. And you have not been doing it? to, To like, before you move on. But some of them, some of them I already see. Actually, in my Prying Priest podcast, um, the uh, there, there's some techniques that they're saying in the in the book that I'm like, oh, I did that without even knowing that this oh, is a technique. Wow, you're so good at talking to so people. Good. Way to go, honey. Like I asked uh, Daniel Rempel, right? In in the Patreon episode, I I asked him the question, um, and this is what they talked about. Um, uh, this is a version of outsider questions, okay. right? So outsider questions is where you ask the person to consider their own perspectives from an outside source. Right. Right. How, what would an outsider look, you know, look at this? Yeah. So the question I asked, asked him was, okay, in 10 years, let's pretend in okay. 10 years, you're not a Christian anymore. Right. What happened? Oh, interesting. Right. that's so difficult to answer right so then like you would so so what you're asking the person to do then is to investigate the aspects of their to reflect on the aspects of their faith that are the most difficult uh difficult or or um thin ice perhaps okay okay right like what would it but it's another version of saying what would it take for you to lose your faith okay except it's you answer that right now mr priest my my first question is faith in what uh, God, my faith in God. Well, the in the church. It, it depends because you might have an idea. Like for me, it becomes complicated because it's not just like believe in God and everyone knows what that means. Like I right. think that different people have different ideas about what it means to believe in God. Yeah. Right. Um, if you're going to ask about my intellectual certainty, I'm like I have no idea. Got it. Right. Like it's uh, and I'm comfortable with that. That, that my faith is not based on my intellectual certainty. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I have I, I have know. I have room for not knowing. Okay. I make room for not knowing. That's good. So so you know uh, I you know Jordan Peterson would say something like I behave as if God exists. Right. Right. And 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 I think that <clears throat> I think that that is most of faith anyways already. Right. Right. Um. I, yeah. I haven't landed on how important intellectual thinking is in regards to faith yet. Yeah, okay. Anyways, this is a whole other conversation. Yeah. I was hoping that your answer I just saw Nikaila's little... eyes die. I was hoping it was going to be like more of a juicy answer and then you were just getting too serious. No, but that's why I asked Daniel, Daniel Rempel. It's an interesting question because you're now looking at your own life from an imaginary future where you aren't what you are. Right. What would, it, what would my life look like? Right. What would it take for me? A, a strong breeze? <laughs> uh, a cold day? Speaking of a strong breeze... Whoa! Whoa! Okay, well, we've we've hit our time. We're overtime. Oh no! Yeah, people like us. People will listen. We miss you. To I'm who? talking to our, my, our fans. Oh, oh, okay. You were looking at your we, phone when you said that, so I thought you were gonna say we miss you, mommy Taves. We miss you. By the way, my mom also texted me. What did she say? She said hamsters are cute. <laughs> what? Sorry, I scarred you. Remember? Oh, the story because we of, talked about that yeah, on that podcast. Yeah, about the we, whole hamster situation. The next time we'll record, we'll get texts from her yeah. again. 
Uh, apparently, pff, she's like a month behind. Jeez, how is she not like number one fan and up on everything? Oh, also, she's gonna, she's gonna call us in like February about this podcast. Yeah. Jeez. Also, fun. Here's here's a fun thing. Okay, tomorrow because uh-huh. I, we're releasing this episode actually today. Obviously, tomorrow, which is Wednesday, January the thirteenth yes. at seven thirty p.m., yes. is oh, a yeah. live Q and A session that I'm hosting for my patrons of the other show uh, with Dr. Gail Wolushchak, who is a scientist. Orthodox Christian theologian. Right. Both and, of those. And what kind of science is she into? She is into um, cloning, vaccines, evolutionary vaccines? Uh, evolution. That is timely. <laughs> COVID. I'm trying uh, to. Yeah. All, all this I'm stuff. I'm trying to like make people um, want to. But she yeah. also teaches like religion and science courses and stuff like that at seminaries and everything. So um, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, oh, I would like to have ask her a question about coronavirus or about evolution or about yeah. Christianity and or about the educational system and how we religion and science, whatever. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, oh, I think I'd like to actually like at least be on that call and like here mm-hmm. or maybe even ask a question, uh, then email me or text me and I'll get you a Zoom link. It's at 730 Eastern Standard Time. Coolio. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow. I won't be there. Nope, you won't. I will be watching Monday's episode of The Bachelor, sitting on the couch. All right, that's it. That's that's it, everyone. Thanks for um, listening, uh, as per usual. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Keep it real. Goodbye.